Got something you're grinding on? You're listening to The Grind. 100.9 FM, 850 AM, Rocky Top Sports. And good Tuesday to you and welcome inside the WKVL studios of Rocky Top Sports. I'm Wayne Kaiser alongside Carson Crouch and Jude Ellison as we are trying to break, we're trying to tear the house down uh, to get all three of us in here and and at least six feet apart. Uh, but, uh, you know, if, uh, it, you know, it, it's one of those deals. Tuesday just kind of showed up on me and uh, I said, hey, uh, Carson's coming in. Jude texts me and says, "Hey, you got room?" And I said, "Man, we'll make room for the Jude show." Mm-hmm. And uh, so got it going. But guys, how's it going? Going good. It's going, going good. good. Yeah, yeah, going great. I'm gonna look forward because I feel like uh, turning around is kind of awkward with all the cables going. If if you <laughs> if you're watching on Facebook Live, I feel like I've done a good job of shielding everyone from from all of the the hoopla that is what what it's taken to get this going. But uh, but guys. I, I'm excited about what we're going to get to talk about. Yesterday, we kind of beat around the Tennessee thing, Judah. I don't know if you caught us, but uh, you, you know, we, we beat around Tennessee and, and kind of the pros and cons and how's JG still starting and all that. And I feel like we've we've really turned a corner a little bit and we're excited. Uh, we're going to talk about the rest of college football. We're going to talk about uh, a little bit of the Big Ten getting started. Ohio State, do they look good or is it just – is it just because of who they played? Uh, you know, talk a little bit about Indiana gets a win. You know, that's a that's a big upset for for them. And then ultimately, I think there's a little shout out to, that we can beat around on Lane Kiffin a little bit. Uh, I think all of that's on the table. What do you guys think? I think it sounds good. It sounds good to wait. me. Yeah. And we got a few listeners on Facebook Live. Can you hear Carson and Jude? Because if not, it was a lot of work for nothing. Testing, testing. I think you're going to be able to hear Carson. Jude, not so, maybe not maybe so, so much. I'll speak it's, up. I'll speak up. Jude, uh, Jude is um, if you're if you're listening to this show and you don't watch or don't listen to Rebel Radio on our sister station WGAP, uh, Jude is the voice that is uh, Rebel Radio. I mean, if yep. you, if you really think about it, I just I just kind of show up uh-huh. and and make sure he's you know I'm kind of the you ever you ever go to a t-ball game. You ever you ever seen the T actually? I think you're giving you're giving yourself a little, little too little credit just, here. You're doing a I'm, lot. I'm the T. I'm the T. Nah. And Jude's the ball that. Yeah. But anyway, well, here's the thing. Here's the thing. Something is clicking on and off, and I'm not sure what that is at this point. But, I don't uh, know. I don't. I don't know. Yeah. Either way, <laughs> we'll go with it. We'll roll with it. Yeah. I mean, it's fine. Oh, somebody says loud and clear. Good deal. Good, Good deal. deal. That's Good all. Deal. I'm, that's all I'm interested in. But but guys. You, you know the last my phone's up there doing Facebook Live, so I'm kind of I'm kind of winging it at this point. But mm-hmm. uh, but really, guys, we didn't get to talk much about the rest of college football, the rest of of the NFL. Uh, let's start let's start a little backwards, maybe the NFL uh, Steelers Titans. Right? Did, did that? You know, I know you're a Broncos fan. Where, where are you at as far as? Uh, I cheer for the Giants, but then since they're pretty much trash, I'll root for the Titans. And then if they lose, then what hat do you pull out? Then it's uh, <laughs> then it's no more. If you don't, if you if you don't get then it's whoever playing the whoever's playing the Patriots. Is whoever's who the for. winner. Jude Jude likes he's a wagon kind of guy. He's a wagon, especially guy. when it comes to baseball. 
But he had a, he had a Dodgers hat this past Friday night, and then I feel like he. I'm cheering for the race tonight though, because I want to see seven games. Well, I was going to say, or, or else fo- fo- or baseball's over. Yep. But if you look at the NFL, uh, you know, I, I honestly, I, I want to be a Titans fan. Mm-hmm. I was sitting there, and and over the weekend, I'm like, you know, I really like the Broncos because they they give Peyton his mm-hmm. his his second chance. You know, they believed in him when the neck might have been bad, might could have been good. So that's why I've always been a Broncos fan when since he went there. But I always, I'm like, should I be a Titans fan? Should I should I hook in? Should I do that? And so. What I've done is, is I was like, you know what? I'm gonna let the Steelers Titans game dictate this. If they if they rise to the occasion and get it done, then I'm gonna be a Titans fan. And I don't know what that says mm-hmm. about me. Maybe that makes me a bandwagon fan. But the way they lost that football game, <laughs> honestly, like I think I told Carson off the air, I'm too much of a Tennessee fan to have that much heartbreak in two different sports mm-hmm. you know? or in two different leagues. I guess is is a better way to say it. But so I guess I'm 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 a little off the wagon again. But uh, what'd you guys think about that game? I thought early on, I, honestly, I thought the Steelers were going to smoke them. Mm-hmm. I thought they were going to run them out off the field. I thought there was going to be, uh, you know, different ways uh, for for them to to really expose the the lack of things beyond number twenty two. Yeah. Once Derrick Henry got hemmed up, I was like, this thing could get bad quick, and and it didn't. It didn't. I thought uh, Ryan Tannehill did a good job of mm-hmm. because I've got a Steelers fan that's a good buddy, and he's actually going to be in here tomorrow. Jeff Jeff McIntyre. He said we're going to make Ryan Tannehill beat us, and and I think they they did that. I thought Minka yeah. Fitzpatrick, that defense that is uh, what the Steelers brought to the table. I thought they did enough uh, to really shut down Tennessee. The problem is, is in the second half when people get tired, when you can kind of lean on that defensive front. I thought Derrick Henry came to life. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and I think that's what separates the Steelers uh, this year from their last year team. I think uh, Ben Roethlisberger not being there last year, him being banged up, I think he's a big asset to this uh, Steelers offense, which can help them move the football. And I think it's uh, just an added bonus to have such a great defense, uh, maybe the best defense in the NFL. And I think ultimately it came down to that second half, Steelers and Titans. And I think the Steelers, like you said, that defensive front is uh, just kind of held them and uh, hold them for the whole entire game and ended up winning. Well, I think pushing the the the, the field goal really mm-hmm. changed the yeah. game. And, and Guskowski has been, I mean, he's he's a next level player mm-hmm. for a lot of reasons, but uh, he's not necessarily he's been shaky been really, this year. Yeah, I don't know if it's you're not around Bill Belichick. It's not negative twenty degrees. I, I don't know what the dynamic is. But, uh, yeah, he's been Mm -hmm. shaky at best. It's like from 50 out, he's, what, 5 for 5, and then once you bring it in inside – yeah. Uh, 40 or 50 he's really struggling with his uh with his kicks and I'm, i don't know what's happening because you think you're missing maybe the longer ones but he's been able to be successful from long and then i uh, just can't really knock him through close yeah you think it'd be the opposite mm-hmm. well and and again it must be something about being in the state lines of tennessee yeah the 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 voice of reason doesn't always line yeah, up exactly and so uh but anyway that that was kind of the game that i thought uh really took it as i'm letting everything like lock up on me I'm letting Jude's phone lock up. He's he's trying to help me out as as he does often. But uh, another game that that I thought was uh, I don't know that it surprised me because um, Dallas has been bad. <laughs> Dallas yeah. has been anything but good. But oh, good deal, good deal, password. But uh, Washington kind of runs them off the field. The football team. <laughs> You know they're going <laughs> to hold on to that. You, know you that, lost that, to a team in the football team. I mean, it's that's that's got to be rough if you're uh, a well and a football team fan. 
So have you heard? Have you heard like some people are, are like they're they're not going to say Redskins, which I don't think it's that. I mean, the name itself is not that bad, but they're not going to say Redskins. And then if they do, they got to put money in the R jar. I've heard it called the Washington R words. Yeah. <laughs> oh my gosh. But did you hear they're going to hang on to that? Really? really? They're sticking with the football team. I Come think, on now. You know, I think they're a little ahead of their time, honestly. Mm. Is there any way that, that that offends you? I think that's more – yeah, that, I mean, they, they've got it covered. There's no way that can come back on them. Because, you know, we, we went down that road before when all this kind of came to be, and I'm like, you know, if you have to change this name, well, then I don't like this name. Well, if you don't like that name, then you got to go here. I think the Washington football team, the the uh, Premier League soccer, yeah, they had it. They've got it taken care of. The football club, yeah, yeah, the football club. I feel like they've had this thing under wraps for a minute, and we're just now realizing that they were ahead of the game. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, maybe. Who knows? But they get the the victory over over Dallas, twenty five to three. Andy Dalton's knocked out mm-hmm. in concussion protocol. Do you just let Zeke be Wildcat? Oh, yeah. Well, yeah. You got that third string from James Madison. In there at uh, uh, for Dallas, I think you don't want that if you're a Cowboys fan. I feel so, like if yeah, you, that you, might be the best option. Run it. I feel like you knowing that that there's a third string <laughs> from James Madison. If you didn't already have a T-shirt, I would make sure you got one. Well, I mean, you can have two. There's nothing wrong with two. It's just I feel like it's a little anticlimactic. Yeah, well, it's just been. A, I think it's just been a whole down decline uh, ever since Dak had that gruesome injury. I mean, uh, what else to Tough. make of it? And then Andy. Andy. When he went down, man, it was a late hit on him, and the, his team just stood there. You'd think is they'd it, get up and fight for him or something. If something like that happened, you know, Markell would be out there fighting the other team if it happened well, to Maryville. And, and that's the thing. It's funny. You took the. You can tell we've worked together before <laughs> because I was actually going to bring that up. I was going to be like, I don't know what was more surprising, the fact that he got knocked out of the yeah, game or right. the fact that his team didn't come to his, to his rescue, there, yeah. right? And, and I don't know what that says. I don't know what that means as far as his uh, locker room presence. Uh, but I think it's something that uh, that old um, what's her head coach McCarthy, McCarthy yeah. Mike, Mike McCarthy's McCarthy. got to figure out. Oh man, oh uh, Mick McCarthy, he's uh, not getting any uh, not getting any help from the uh, Dallas Cowboy fans. I can tell you that much. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Lord knows there's a there's a full plethora of opinions in the, in that category. They're uh, they're probably worse than Tennessee, honestly, fans. I think it's a <laughs> as far I think as it's diverse uh, opinions day to day. Yeah. yeah, day to day. I feel like we win more days than we probably lose, but uh, yeah, Dallas is right up there. Yep. Uh, what about the Tampa Bay Buccaneers? What <laughs> about the city of Tampa? Mm-hmm. Since yeah. I've got Jude in here, you know he's he is a tennis player that co- that yeah. plays under Coach uh, Coach Burns, mm-hmm. Christian Burns, and he is a super Tampa fan. Yeah, and he is just like probably living yeah. He his coached best at uh, right he coached at the Voluntary IMG Academy stuff really? like that. So he's big into Tampa. Yeah, that's down there. And so, yeah, Tampa. That what the Lightning won. Yeah. And then the Rays have a chance to win, and Tom- Tampa Bay is rolling. I mean, they might not have a little bit of trouble getting through the Saints, but they're definitely rolling. <laughs> well, you knew you knew that the whole circle was coming to be when when the Rays. I can't remember if it was the ALCS or when it was that Tom Brady voiced their intro to the. I think it was the ALCS. They, it was game over. At that and point. I'm like, yep. Game over, checkmate. But what about Tampa Bay? Tampa Bay smokes Las Vegas at Las Vegas, which, by the way, is another great stadium. Great stadium. The, uh, the, the, what do they call it now? The Death Star, mm-hmm. which I think is kind of – I feel like that's copyright law because they, <laughs> they used to call Jerry's World the Death Star. Yeah, really. So I, it's, but I, I think it looks more like this the Death Star. This one looks like the Death Star, yeah. Uh, but, but what about – you talk about the rich getting richer. Did you see who the, Ray, or who the, uh, the Buccaneers signed like two days ago? A.V. I, 
I don't know what to take of it. Like, is it either is it either the 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 better better coached, better quarterback, everything's better version of the Browns where the rejects mm-hmm. just go there? Yeah. Or is this is this literally Bruce Arians just loading it up and saying, Tom, if you can't win with this, you shouldn't be playing. Yeah, I mean, they're definitely getting weapons, and I think A.B. and uh, Tom have got some real connections, but you just kind of wonder, like how you mentioned the Browns, if maybe there's going to be a little bit toxic environment there with A.B. as he's yeah. obviously done some not-so-smart things in his in his career. Well, and, and I'll say this, Carson, bring, bring you back in. As far as Bruce Arians, if, if you're going to have personalities around any head coach, everybody can say what they want to about Bill, Bill Belichick makes it work. Now, I, I really feel like there's the locker room presence of, of Tom Brady – Teddy Bruschi, those guys, those are who made that work. Right. But I feel like Bruce Arians, anybody who can rock a fedora and it doesn't look weird, I feel like he he's a guy that can say, listen, we were winning without you, we're going to win with you, or you're not going to be here. Right. And I think I think it goes back to, I've said multiple times, he's going to be a guy that's going to give some um, trouble in the locker room. He's going to be a guy who doesn't talk. Um, talk very nicely, especially to the players that he's even on the team with. I mean, sometimes those altercations can just get a little too out of hand. And I think knowing Tom Brady, he'll know Tom Brady doesn't put up with that, and nobody likes to put up with uh, A.B. stuff, and that's been shown when he's got kicked out of the league. So I think if he's a smarter guy um, this this time around, he he will keep his mouth shut. But I've said it, and I'll say it again, even though his issues in the locker room are so bad, I still think he's a top-ten wide receiver. So let's let's go a little over and under, fifty catches this year. Mm. How many games left? Uh, they, what they, what have they played? What is this week seven? Week seven. Six? We're going into week eight. Yeah, right. I'd say under. I'd say under. I'd say I'd probably say under too, just because of the Mike Evans and Rob and mm-hmm. five hundred yards over under. Uh, definitely over on that. Definitely I think he'll over. get I think he'll get like a 400 game. I think he's You think he's the deep guy? He'll get a game with 400 or something I like think, that. I think I think he's going to I think he'll get over, yeah. I did something else, dude. Like I'm like it's weird. Like it's the same phone that I have, but yeah. it's like completely I'm ridiculous with it. But uh other games to be had, Seattle, Arizona, really Arizona winning the football game is the least of the storylines. Mm-hmm. What's the one thing you took away from that game? And I hope it's the same thing I took away. How fast DK Metcalf That's is? That's exactly right. Yeah. DK Metcalf is a freak. I mean, mm-hmm. we knew that. Like when, anytime you show up to Seattle's mm-hmm. whatever, whatever their building's called, mm-hmm. and you're shirtless to sign your your opening contract, I feel like you you feel pretty confident in yourself. Yeah. Right, One of the biggest guys I've seen <laughs> into wide receiver position. Well, and it, it just again speaks to the Ole Miss. Ole Miss is like maybe the luckiest team mm-hmm. as far as just getting those yeah. freaks. Yeah, uh, he just rolls up there and just you know does his thing but anyway dk Metcalf, and and honestly it gave me a little bit of feeling that there might be hope for the nfl you want to know why why i think that why is that i I always the whole reason i'm a college guy Mm -hmm. is because in the nfl when the team loses they're just so happy they go over they shake hands they keep on going and that bugs the fire out of me because i'm like you just lost like i'm i'm all about uh, incentive-based pay i'm all about all that but him turning the corner, he's at the goal line. It's over there. Like, they didn't even throw it to him. It wasn't like he got cut off yeah. and intercepted. They threw – I can't remember. Were they throwing it to uh, Lockett? I can't remember I who they were throwing it to. Uh, it looked like they were throwing it to Buda Baker. But anyway, um, as the, as he got picked off, DK Metcalf just turned a gear that I don't, I don't know that we've seen before and we may not see again. 
he got up to somewhere close to 23 miles an hour to chase down Buda Baker. And Buda Baker's 4-4 speed. Mm-hmm. Oh my so, I, in my opinion, uh, probably freak moment of the NFL season yeah. right there. One of the probably the plays of the year right there, definitely. Yeah. I mean, just the commitment. Like you said, that's something you don't really see in the NFL. They're kind of given – even in college, I'd say if if a team was down or something like that and that happens, I'd say they'd sit there. You know what I mean? Oh, yeah. Well, especially, you know, it, it wasn't necessarily a time in the game where everything was on the line. It was kind yeah, of at yeah. a at a point to where you're like, eh, whatever. Well, anyway, he tracks him down at like the seven-yard line. They end up trying to kick a field goal and missing it. Yeah. So, so he literally pulled seven points off the board. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And so that's a huge moment for, for again – Maybe the hope that I can have in the league, and honestly, I like Seattle. Seattle actually, they're they're a team that that likes to fight, and I mm-hmm. like Russell Wilson. I don't much care for Pete Carroll. I can give you the whole backstory on how I blame all of Tennessee's failures on Pete Carroll, but uh, that's a story for a different day. Uh, if you want to know about it, private message me. I'll give you the full score. Uh, the other games. What about Atlanta? Atlanta can't win a football game. No. Mm. Arthur Blank's sitting there going, I'm not sure I can coach better than this. Oh, man. That his was, pinstripe that was suit could, could win more <laughs> the games. The godfather suit. Yeah, yeah. yeah. His, his front, you know, Widow's Peak curls could win more football games than the Atlanta Falcons. But D- Detroit, and it's so funny, you know, like once you get to the league, very right. rarely do you mention where you go to college. I mean, you on Sunday night mm-hmm. football, Monday night football intros, maybe. But really – you're a Detroit Lion. Yeah. You're a you're a Philadelphia Eagle. You you kind of go with your professional route. They made a really big deal on the fact that it was it was Stafford, it was Gurley, they were in Georgia, <laughs> that whole dynamic. And I thought it was just super fitting that Stafford comes in and kind of has what he did at Georgia, had kind of that comeback performance, kind of came in and won the dang thing uh in really like a and on accident. Yeah, I really think what a what, have you ever had an opportunity where you're like, don't score? Yeah, with Todd, man. He tried, though. He tried to put that elbow down, and just the ball got across. And then, Looked like Charles Barkley's golf swing. <laughs> I was, was saying, terrible. I was saying, when have you ever been mad that, that you scored yeah. a touchdown? And that right there, that kind of – I mean, you hold that ball, and then you you run out that clock and just kick a field goal from the, you know, you can You can ask my wife, Laura. There is a, there is a wrong time to score touchdowns. Mm-hmm. Yeah. This is breaking news right here. Uh, if you're a Tennessee fan, you never want to score and take the lead with about two and a half minutes. <laughs> uh, there's an LSU game I can go back to that that's a bad idea. A Florida game that we can go back to that's a bad idea. Honestly, Florida, I think it's anything over about 70 seconds. That's that's kind of the, the go. Seems and like then uh, there's the LSU that I think we lost Ole Miss one time like that. So here's the deal. There's a real time to, to score a touchdown. Yeah, Todd Gurley uh, kind of had to bow up, and, and then he falls into the mm-hmm. – really didn't fall into the end zone. He just broke the, the plane. Line, yeah. He just broke the plane, which I, I don't know. I have questions about that. And too, he uh, they couldn't lose with the worst jerseys either. <laughs> they're so yeah. bad. At least, like, if I'm watching the Cardinals game, they lose. I'll be at least they're looking good, but uh, they're not looking so fine right Not there. looking so good. Uh, what What's uh, – speaking of tough uniforms, like – is is that the worst uniform in the league right now? Mm, I would I would dare say so. What I don't do know. Think, Bengals, Carson? Bengals, yeah, and Browns there. aren't the best. No, but at no. least they're consistently plain. Yeah, uh, I don't know. That brown is just so weird. You know the ones <laughs> I think may be worse. The Jets aren't very good. At no, all. the Jets are kind of. See, boring. I kind of like the new green. Okay. I like the new green. I don't like the whole layout, but my, the ones that I think are terrible are the the kind of almost white grays. 
that uh, the Chargers, L- the yeah. LA Chargers have. I'm, not I'm a big like, fan of their new logo. I'm like, those jerseys are dirty. Yeah, it's like you washed them with dark clothes. Mm-hmm. <laughs> anyway, that's totally. I, I can't believe that was a dad joke if I've ever seen. <laughs> uh, what about that Cleveland Cincinnati matchup though? The battle of Heisman Man. Trophy winners, number yep. one overall picks, Joe Burrow, Baker Mayfield. I don't know. Like, and, and here's the thing: they're like the Battle of Ohio. I'm like, yeah, it's the worst name ever. Yeah, nobody gets excited for that. But well, except for them. Except I was going to say Baker was all about it. Well, yeah, he's all about a lot of things. Though when it gets to be uh, a rivalry, I'm trying to like we have got this Facebook Live camera so far up there. I can't even read that. Can you read that, dude? Let me get up here. <laughs> what does that say? The same thing happened with Penn State at Indiana this past weekend. So, like, I guess a uh, Penn State fan was just talking about how how they blew the lead in at the last second. Right. Yeah, right. And, and that's Mr. Jason Ward, man. He, he's a he's a trooper. He was here at 6 a.m. Now he's here 5 to 6. Talk about he knows where to find WKVL. Yeah. He's, he's the man. So, appreciate that comment, Jason. Uh, uh, but the battle for Ohio, uh, again, I'm sitting here and I'm like, I kind of, you know, for the Haslam's owning the Browns, there's a little bit of like, you, you kind of understand. You either know how to make good jokes or you need to know how to not make a good joke, right? Mm-hmm. And and with Cincinnati, it, honestly, I'm just, Joe Burrow is kind of the asterisk to me because his junior season, I'm not sure he makes a practice squad in the NFL. Mm-mm. No. He comes out last year, gangbusters, undefeated, national champion, Joe football, the whole nine, has the every meme made after yeah. him. And now he's the number one overall pick. And he is he himself is doing great. The Bengals, not so much. He's on the fantasy team. That's how well he's doing, yeah. <laughs> oh, that's how well he's doing. He's on Jude's fantasy team. I picked him off the waivers. I picked oh, him off the waivers. Got him late. Got Actually, him I think late. I might have drafted him with the last pick, just to be funny. But check this out. Baker Mayfield, 22 of 28, 297, five touchdowns and one pick. Joe Burrow, 35 of 47, 406 yards, three touchdowns, and a pick. There's a big 12 game there in the NFL. <laughs> yeah, really. What about Joe Burrow led the team in rushing? He, he's yards. been doing that. He's been he's been uh, tucking it in, taking it in the end zone. A What's that times. say about Joe Mixon? Yeah. What's that say about the O line? Yeah. <laughs> well, I mean, that could be positive. Yeah. Could be positive. Or he's just like one second, two second, got to run. Yeah, I think either that's way. Fair. Either way. But you know what? The NFL has been a little different this year, uh, but it's I think it's kind of been fun because you've seen that. been some really good games. Yeah. And, well, and I think I think with the, the deal with COVID where you don't know necessarily how things are going to go, if you get a few positive tests, you may have to kind of reschedule, do some different things. People are playing more in the moment, and that's maybe where DK Metcalf came in. He, he understands that they're in a position where they've got to battle each and every week. Talk about the Saints. Talk about all those NFC teams that are having success. Anything out, outside of the NFC East is, <laughs> is having a pretty <laughs> good time. About that. But, uh, you, you know, I think it's fun to talk about. I think last week was a pretty good week. And like I said, it opened the eyes for, for what is. Because as, as basketball's finished up, baseball's about to finish up, it's about to be center stage for college football and pro football. But as we take our first break of the day, let's listen to these fine sponsors. When we come back, we'll kick to college. We'll talk about the games that were non-Tennessee games, the SEC games. Big Ten makes their debut. Is it a splash? Are they good? Questions like that we'll answer on the flip side of the break. You're listening to The Grind, 100.9 FM, 8.50 AM, and streaming at WKVL.com. We'll be back. You don't want to miss it.
hometown alternative to Ordinary Sports Radio, 100.9 FM, 8.50 AM. Rocky Top Sports. Are you looking to buy or sell a home in East Tennessee and want a realtor with the experience and integrity you deserve? Then call Tressa Lequire with Realty Executive Associates. The market is hot and interest rates are still the lowest they have ever been. Take advantage now by calling Tressa Lequire, 865-221-5610. That's 865-221-5610. With 10 years of experience in our local area, Tressa Lequire appreciates all Blount County manufacturing employees and will work to get you the best deal and experience possible. Call Tressa Lequire with Realty Executive Associates, 865-221-5610. And let Tressa take your real estate dreams from the kitchen table to the closing table. Buying a home is one of the biggest financial decisions you will ever make, and it can be overwhelming. But Donna Cry at Mortgage Investors Group is committed to making your home buying experience a pleasure. Donna Cry is my personal home mortgage specialist. MIG is rated number one in residential mortgage lenders in Tennessee. Are you considering a new home? Then use who I trust, Donna Cry with Mortgage Investors group in Maryville. Whether you're buying your first home or your fifth, Donna will help you put your home ownership plans into action. Call Donna at 865-984-9948 or go to DonnaCry.com. MIG is an equal housing lender. Are you looking for a place to relax and have fun after work or a place to fill the weekend fun? Check out the Party Pub in the heart of Maryville. They open at 7.30 a.m. and have daily drink specials. They have darts, karaoke, and billiards daily, as well as Tennessee football each and every Big Orange Saturday in the fall. So check out the Party Pub on Ellis Avenue in downtown Maryville, a place where they treat you like family, and it's always a good time. Are you looking to buy or sell a home in East Tennessee and want a realtor with the experience and integrity you deserve? Then call Tressa Lequire with Realty Executive Associates. The market is hot, and interest rates are still the lowest they have ever been. Take advantage now by calling Tressa Lequire, 865-221-5610. That's 865-221-5610. With 10 years of experience in our local area, Tressa Lequire appreciates all Blount County manufacturing employees and will work to get you the best deal and experience possible. Call Tressa Lequire with Realty Executive Associates, 865-221-5610. And let Tressa take your real estate dreams from the kitchen table to the closing table. Have you heard about or seen the Grind's brand new user-friendly website? If the answer is no, I think you're kind of missing out. Our brand new website has ways to hook into the Grind from social media with links to Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, and SoundCloud so you can grind it out with us on social media. But if you say, I don't like social media, but we've got those too, you can download the Grind Podcast on Apple Podcasts and Google Play Music to run the website. It's a one-stop shop for everything The Grind. Check us out online, thegrindonsports.com. That's thegrindonsports.com. Whitlock & Company Certified Public Accountants features accounting services for individuals and businesses. Serving Blount County for over 30 years, everything from income tax preparation services to personalized accounting plans for small businesses and large corporations with over 100 employees for a full range of accounting services including payroll processing, bookkeeping, 
individual and business tax returns. Compilation Review and Assurance Services. It's Whitlock and Company, PC, 375 Fountain View Circle in Alcoa, Tennessee, 37701. Phone 865-984-1040 or 865-981-9638 or visit Whitlock and Company online at whitlockcpa.com. El Jimador Mexican Grill, authentic Mexican food in Maryville, Tennessee for the past 15 years. Open Sunday through Thursday, 11 a.m. to 10 p.m., Friday and Saturday, 11 a.m. to 10.30 p.m. El Jimador offers Monday through Friday lunch specials with their 15 minutes or free guarantee. Call your order in at 865-681-6040 and delivery is available. You'll enjoy a comfortable environment while gathering with family and friends at El Jimador Mexican Grill, located at 1705 East Lamar Alexander Parkway in Maryville, Tennessee. El Jimador Mexican Grill, a proud sponsor of Blunt County Sports. We don't always promise to be perfect, but we promise to give you our honest opinion. This is sports radio from a fan's perspective. You're listening to The Grind on 100.9 FM, 850 AM. Rocky Top Sports. Welcome back inside the WKBL studios of Rocky Top Sports. I'm Wayne Kaiser alongside Carson Crouch and Jude Ellison, socially distanced uh, as best we can. Uh, but, guys, welcome back. Uh, we talked a little NFL, kind of beat up on the NFL a little bit. But you know what? Um, they beat up on things. We beat up on things. I think that's fine, right? Yeah. What do you guys think? Yeah. Yeah. They're getting paid millions. They can sure. take a little criticism. Yeah, I was going to say, it's in their contract. It's some fine print. But uh, as we, we kind of move to the college football side of things, a lot of games outside of Tennessee were going on. I know that shocks people. That shocks me at my house. But uh, nonetheless, there was games going on. Big Ten started their weekend. What do you got? I'm just showing you this. I'm oh, I didn't know ins- if you added up. I'm, I'm getting on here okay. now, though. But but Auburn takes down Mississippi. Ole Miss. Ole Miss. Ole Miss. Mississippi. Oh my. You of Miss. I'll be honest. That's the team from the West I've been cheering for this year. You like Ole Miss? Yeah. I like I like the offense that they run. But I'll be honest. When they look, when they pull to him, like I still have a hard time just not like gritting my teeth because again. Go back to my Pete Carroll story. I still blame Pete Carroll because if he doesn't leave USC, then then Lane probably doesn't leave Tennessee. We're probably on probation, but we win a few more games. Mm-hmm. But anyway, that's the short version of the story. But Ole Miss is one of those things that they they can score at will, but they can't stop running one. <laughs> I mean, they're they're in pretty bad shape. Auburn is is a little bit of helter skelter. You don't know what you're going to get out of that offense, and and ultimately. Uh, Auburn cool heads prevailed. They get the win, but uh, it, it doesn't go without Lane Kiffin getting fined, and then because he made some comments about officiating, and then he made bad tweets about getting fined and had his math wrong about the fine. You heard all this? No, I have not. So that that whole thing has gone on, and he may get fined again for his social media comments about getting fined the first time. Yeah, he's like Trump. Needs to stay off Twitter a little bit, I think. <laughs> he's 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 uh, he, his he's own worst enemy. He's yeah. always on Twitter. I mean, 
but yeah, that that's that has happened. He has been fined by the by the SEC. He has gotten a a, a reprimand from the SEC. He's made comments on Twitter based on the reprimand, and then now he's going to maybe get reprimanded again. So uh, that that's the life of Lane Kiffin in Oxford, Mississippi. I remember when uh, when when Lane's wife moved to Knoxville with him, and there was the all the hoopla and the stories that she hated Knoxville, really? which which again. His one year here was the the same time like the icing happened and all that that bad weather happened, and she probably thought she had moved to like the North Pole or something. Mm -hmm. Probably. But (laughs) I always thought it was good karma, which they're divorced now and, and, you know, what have you. Um, He went to Boca Raton. She's – I don't know what she's doing. But anyway, I I always thought it was good karma when he went to Alabama. (laughs) I'm like, if you thought it was bad in Knoxville, you're now in Tuscaloosa, Alabama. At yeah. least he won. <laughs> I think I think it gets better with the ring, I suppose. I don't know. I don't know. He, uh, <laughs> I was going to say, if uh, if she liked it, she took the ring off. You know, she didn't do Beyonce. <laughs> she took the ring off. But uh, Ole Miss gets thumped, though, by – by Auburn gets the gets the loss there and 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 honestly I don't know if this is Lane Kiffin's opportunity he's he's doing all this stuff off the field to kind of get the um get his publicity off of how he's not winning on the football field yeah, yeah it's like Jones a bunch of sm- uh, gimmicks stuff like that yeah, he'll get him winning though he may have a chance him winning you think he'll him you think he'll have him winning without being on probation <laughs> that's a guess. That's a good. That's the so. bet of the day. I was going to say if yeah. you if you it's it's quote winning. We have yeah. them winning. But uh, I, I'm sitting here and I'm saying, you know, I, I like Lane Kiffin's ability to play spoiler, but I just wish he would. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. He's he's kind of been really close and scared a lot of people, but not really got it done. Auburn gets the win, 35 to 28. Bo Nix. Uh, who, again, can be the best player for Auburn and at times the best player for their opponent. Uh, he was 23 of 30, 238 yards and a touchdown. Tank Bigsby, Auburn's running back. Freshman. Is that not like – that's what epic. a name. That's, that's all-time names list right there. Yeah. Tank Bigsby, 24 carries, 129 yards, two touchdowns. And, yeah, rookie, freshman. Yeah, freshman. Huge. Huh? Right. He was a big star recruit. I think he was their number one recruit coming out of the uh, freshman class this year. And, yeah, he's looking really good. They always bring in those uh, pretty good running backs. They've had a couple in the past. Um, so I expect to, I expected him to have a good year, and he has so far. Yeah, they, they've been able to put a, put a running back behind, you know, behind quarterback that's, that's really good all the time. Uh, Kentucky, Kentucky and Missouri. Um, didn't see that one coming. No, I didn't either. I didn't. No. Missouri, well, you know, after that – Missouri beat LSU, I started to think, but then I was like, well, LSU, well, LSU is LSU's bad. bad. And then I was like, you know, they're they're pretty bad. And then I look at this game, and I'm expecting the Kentucky to win, who so I chose. And Kentucky falls to, I think, Missouri by 10, if I'm not mistaken. So, yeah, it's 20 to 10. But yeah. but does Kentucky lose the game? Missouri win the game? Well, I mean, I understand they're one in the same. But, but in reality – I like this Basilak kid that that's Missouri's new quarterback mm-hmm. came in in relief there after their their starter got knocked out against Tennessee and he's done nothing but but beat LSU beat Kentucky and had some opportunities to do some good things he's put a put a nice play in there for quarterback so that Larry Roundtree can be his thing is Missouri getting better is Elia Drinkwitz is he is he the answer there in Como. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I don't know. I didn't get I a chance to. I didn't get a chance to watch it. 
I think ever since they put that guy in, he started making better reads and passes. And I thought I thought this could happen. I really thought that they could start getting some more wins. I'll tell you, I think the fearless. first guy was not it. I'll tell you, Basilak's like fearless though. You remember that play where it like bounced at his feet and he just picks it up, kind of one yeah. reads and then chucks it. Well, once he went in, they started playing better. Right. Um, yeah. If he if he would have went in any earlier, yeah, it might have got scary. Yeah. But nonetheless, uh, Missouri knocks off Kentucky. Kentucky coming off a high high point in their season, beating Tennessee, and then they drop an egg there at Missouri. So um, it's the tale of the the 2020 SEC yeah. season, honestly. Uh, LSU uh, comes back and really, um, you know, it's kind of one of those fighters' chance, you know, punchers' chance, I guess is the way they say it. LSU annihilates South Carolina. Yeah, it was 52 bad. to 24. Mm-hmm. TJ Finley. Uh, 17 of 21, 265, two touchdowns. He's the relief. Their their starting quarterback was out. He got he got knocked out. Uh, Tyen Davis Price, the running back, 22 carries, buck 35, and a touchdown. And, and is again 2020 has been you just pretty much copy and paste. You you're like oh man they were bad last week they'll be bad this week. Nope, <laughs> not so much. No. Not so much. It's honestly like it's if crazy. they lose really bad last week, unless you're Tennessee. Um, pick them the next week because it's going to flip script. Now, granted, and I'm I'm kind of tongue in cheek a little bit with Tennessee, but they did play Alabama the next week. It's kind of we got Arkansas to, coming up. Maybe they will, they'll turn it around there. But they're a good team too. Yeah, we're going to win this week. We're winning this. Week. <laughs> we're winning the bye. We're winning the bye. We'll win the bye if we don't. Well, start LSU they had that. Uh, they had Florida the last week and they didn't get to play. So technically, they did have a bye week last week before this South Carolina game. Maybe I like it. Fix some stuff I like up. it. Hey, I'm good. I'm good. Whatever it get takes. Turned for, around there. Because Lord knows I, uh, we need some help. Yeah, I'll be honest. When when Tennessee loses, uh, Carson texts me during the game some, and uh, and he if he'll he probably realizes I don't respond really soon because I'm like I'm like type it. Oh no, that sounds bad. Type it. <laughs> no, that sounds yeah. really bad because it's really like that. I don't understand, but Tennessee. We can lose a Tennessee basketball game now to Kentucky. It bothers me quite a bit, mm-hmm. but. Uh, we can lose a Tennessee basketball game, and I'm like upset, like it's not cool. But I'm like, eh, let's let's go have some some dinner. Let's you know, let's do whatever. If Tennessee football loses, especially to to teams like Kentucky, by the way, first time they had lost in Knoxville in my life. Um, I was a little less than um, fun uh, cr- fun uh, visiting with. Like I was not a happy camper. And it was just because there was a lot of things that we could have done, but a lot of things we didn't. Yeah. So, uh, but anyway, anyway, spilt milk a little bit. But Wisconsin, Big Ten is back in action. Wisconsin got underway Friday night. They they blow out Illinois. Uh, I don't know if you heard the Friday grind, but I always said Illinois. It's totally not Illinois. It. Yeah. It's not it. I know Jude knew that. Did you Come know on that, now, Carson? you gotta know this. Illinois. Yeah. Yeah. I, I put that. an S on there. Well, I, yeah, that could be more than one. There's an S wrong. there. There's an S there, though. There is, but, hey, a silent S. Yeah, yeah. It's like Mike Krzyzewski with a, mm-hmm. with a K. Coach yeah, K. That, well, that, that if, I did, if nobody knew his name, I probably would Hey, what about this Wisconsin it. quarterback? He's put himself in the Heisman race for that performance there. But, I mean, I, was gonna I say think it's like his, playing uh, himself in the Vanderbilt or something like that. Yeah, well, did you, did you, yeah I know. He got the Rona, right? <laughs> yeah. And you know right big, after. And you know the Big Ten's stance on COVID, right? Oh, gosh. Oh, you're done? 21 days. Woo! I mean, you're only playing seven weeks. That's crazy. So you're gone three. So he, has, so, he has a great he has a great so outing, and then he gets COVID, and it's there. I blame days. I blame uh, 
I think Ohio State set him up. They made him get the Rona there. Uh, well, if you if you uh, uh, are were you were you guys even were you were you Tennessee fans when James Franklin was at Vandy? Yes. Yeah. Blame I went everything to a game when he was there. Blame everything on James. James Franklin. Franklin. He, James he, Franklin. He took a lot of players with him to Penn State. Too. Criminally overrated, James Franklin. But uh, at, the guy we're talking about is Graham Mertz. He was he was Wisconsin's quarterback. Is Wisconsin's quarterback. And by the way, I, I'm not sure that I've seen a, an update, but he was supposed to get a confirmation test. That's something the Big Ten's doing. Like if you get a positive. You actually go have to have like so they're doing that rapid testing. Mm-hmm. So if you get a positive, you actually have to do the nasal swap, which is I mean just oh. that that phrase makes me kind of cringe up a little bit. But uh, he's got to get the PCR. It's some kind of you know other test, and he's gonna it's gonna validate or disprove okay. his positive. But yeah, twenty one days he'll be done before he got started. But he was twenty of twenty one, two hundred and forty eight passing yards, five touchdowns. Yeah, what a night! Yeah, what a yeah, what a what he had himself a season. He the only person that I would say is any better is that KJ Costello from Mississippi State. I still don't think he's accrued. for one game wonders. <laughs> well, yeah, I don't think he still accrued for the same game. yardage that he had week number one. Yeah. Nebraska, Ohio State. You know, I kind of hyped this up on last Friday. I'm like, but you know, Scott Frost is at Nebraska. Da 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 da. It's at the Horseshoe. Da 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 da. Justin Fields took this thing over he was 20 of 21 276 and two touchdowns is this is this kid for real is this the next number one pick is this the next Heisman Trophy winner I think he's for real I really do I I think he's the most athletic QB besides Spencer Rattler at Oklahoma I'm a big fan of that kid but that's another story <laughs> but uh Justin Fields I think he's a real deal I think he's a big asset and I think hey. he'll be good in the NFL because with that running game that's now in the NFL with Lamar Jackson Pat Mahomes and such I think he could just tag along and a team might want him hey Rattler's uh his completion percentage is really yeah. high. it's just not always to his team well <laughs> well uh, what am I now he's, <laughs> so who do you he's throwing about so, yeah, I mean, it's Big 12. You ought to be slinging it to everyone. It doesn't matter who comes down with it. But uh, <laughs> but speaking of number one picks, you take him or Lawrence if that, you got the pick. If yeah, you're the Jets or or the football team, whoever it is, you <laughs> get Jets. him or Lawrence. Oh my I, I think you take Lawrence. Uh, I mean, oh. and here's the reason why is I think uh, the the proof's in the pudding. I mean, we've seen <laughs> Kyler Murray. We've seen Baker Mayfield. And they're, and they're going to be serviceable. But they're 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 a certain mold, right? Mm-hmm. There there's a little bit of a ceiling. What Trevor Lawrence has been able to do consistently, because again, Kyler Murray one year guy, Rattler's going to be a one year guy. Uh, you know, I think if you look at it, it's a. Uh, you know, are you talking about Fields? Never mind. Yeah, do we Fields. Well, yeah, Fields. Fields, 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 Fields is that guy. He's going to be able to run around. Yeah, I don't think Rattler will be. Top no, ten. Is even I think he's a freshman. Right? Is you're, he talking even eligible for the you're talking about. Yeah, I'm talking about Justin Fields from Ohio State. Um, he quit Georgia. I just feel like you yeah. leave the SEC to go to the Big Ten. You're you're uh, good Ohio State, no less. That's an unforgivable sin right there. It is. I yeah. think whoever gets picked up by the Jets, I pray for him. No, <laughs> I just don't think they're yeah. going to take a quarterback. I think they really believe really? in Sam Darnold. I, I don't know. Whatever they, they – But she had something. a halfway decent season last year. He got mono halfway through it and kind of threw him on. You know some yeah. coaches Allegedly. are telling him to stay if, it's, if, if the Jets are up on the first pick. I'm being dead serious. This Jets team, they don't have any depth. It's a dumpster fire. They're going to have a new coach. I mean – They're going to have to have we're a whole new team. We might need a fantasy draft for them. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, that. really – I, they would love to do that. They'd never say that, but they would love to do that. But but Justin Fields, nonetheless, he's a he's a dynamic piece. But here's the deal: 
The reason I take Trevor Lawrence is one, he's been in the playoff like every year. Yeah. He's probably going to be in the playoff again I'd this year for, th- and, for three years. Yeah, and he's just been he's been in a lot more battles. Like to me, it's all about what you've seen. I mean, you look the reason Southeastern Conference quarterbacks, the reason SEC players, and I know there's somebody that's going to say, "What about Alabama quarterbacks?" That's a different dynamic. But SEC players are just more ready. They're just more battle tested. They're more they're tougher. I mean, and that that's completely biased statement, but. To me, that's why you take that's why you take a Clemson-ish t- player because they're built like an SEC team. That's yeah. that's why I always say I like Clemson and the yeah. way they play is because they play like an SEC team. They play defense, mm-hmm. something that's not necessarily the rest of the country's forte. But Ohio State nonetheless gets the best of Nebraska. It's an understatement, fifty-two to seventeen. They score in double figures every one of the four quarters. Indiana upsets Penn State, thirty-six to thirty-five. Uh, really, Penn State owned the stat category, but uh, they didn't win the one you're supposed to, and that's the uh, the final score. 36-35 Indiana. Indiana, the team that Tennessee beat in the bowl game. Mm-hmm. Barely, by the skin of our teeth. It wins a win. I think Indiana's legit. I think they're a good team. Oh, uh, here's the thing. Fundamentally, Indiana, they're a they're a Division One. They're a Power 5 mid-major, mm-hmm. in yeah. my opinion. They're they're very fundamental. They like to push the envelope, but they're they don't beat themselves. Yeah, and and I think that's going to win some games. It's not going to win all of them. It's not going to put them in a in a in, you know a New Year's Six or a yeah, playoff they're a eight, eight or ten win team for sure. But I think I think Indiana is really good, and I think they're sound, and I think they're hungry, which yeah. all makes very good teams. But but what does this say to number eight preseason ranked Penn State? What does this? What kind of thump is this on their on their resume? Overrated. Uh, well, you know, I, I I agree partially with that because I think it's first game for this Big Ten, and you know, you haven't seen a lot of this gameplay. Like we said, we we they didn't get a, a lot of practice with them, not even thinking they were going to have a college football season. So really, they, didn't they want were a overrated. They were overrated coming into the season, yeah. and I think putting them at eight. That's what you're just going to have to do with these first games for these teams that are ranked a little bit higher, and you're just going to have to drop them down. But I think Indiana's going to be able to fight all year and. I mean, when Tennessee played them, it, it just surprised me the way they played it. They gave us a contest. I think they'll give some others a contest this year, too. I think building is what's going on in Indiana, and they're, and they're playing a, a good brand of yep. football. But, hey, let's take our last break of the day with two of you guys in here. Time is flying by. But, hey, let's take our last break of the day. When we come back, Greg Schiano and Rutgers. Shiano. Yeah. Shiano. Key on the no part. But uh, Greg Schiano and Rutgers defeat Michigan State. We'll talk about it. Is it big for Rutgers or is it bad for Michigan State or both? We'll talk about it on the flip. You're listening to The Grind. We'll be right back. Mm-hmm. Mortgage lenders in Tennessee. Oh. 
especially his past. Are you looking to buy or sell a home in East Tennessee and want a realtor with the experience and integrity you deserve? Then call Tressa Lequire with Realty Executive Associates. The market is hot and interest rates are still the lowest they have ever been. Well, Take advantage gotten, now by before, calling Tressa Lequire. 865-221-5610. With 10 years of experience in our local area, Tressa Lequire appreciates all Blount County manufacturing employees and will work to get you the best deal and experience possible. Call Tressa Lequire with Realty Executive Associates, 865-221-5610. And let Tressa take your real estate dreams from the kitchen table to the closing table. Are you looking for a place to relax and have fun after work? Or a place to fill the weekend fun? Check out the Party Pub in the heart of Maryville. They open at 7.30 a.m. and have daily drink specials. They have darts, karaoke, and billiards daily, as well as Tennessee football each and every Big Orange Saturday in the fall. So check out the Party Pub on Ellis Avenue in downtown Maryville, a place where they treat you like family, and it's always a good time. Hi, I'm Bob Ramsey and I am running for re-election to represent District 20 in the Tennessee State Legislature. It has been an honor to represent the interest of Blount County in Nashville. The history and development of our community are at the forefront of the decision I am asked to make in the legislature. Throughout my years of service, your calls, emails, and letters have played a large part in the decisions I have made. With your dedicated civil engagement and insight, I have continued to introduce support and pass legislation you have asked for resulting in growth and progress. There is still much to be done, especially in these unprecedented times before us. Proven leadership and know-how is imperative as we address the difficult issues that lay ahead. When I say your choice for your voice, that means I will continue to fight for your choices. I have yet to waver in my commitment to speak for all of Blount County the best way I know how. I thank you and appreciate your support as we continue to move Blunt County forward. I'm Bob Ramsey and I approve this message. Have you heard about or seen the Grind's brand new user-friendly website? If the answer is no, I think you're kind of missing out. Our brand new website has ways to hook into the Grind from social media with links to Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, and SoundCloud so you can grind it out with us on social media. But if you say, I don't like social media, but I like podcasts. We've got those too. You can download the Grind Podcast on Apple Podcasts and Google Play Music directly from the website. It's a one-stop shop for everything The Grind. Check us out online, thegrindonsports.com. That's thegrindonsports.com. Got something you're grinding on? Give us a call at 865-983-4310. Now back to the grind with host Wayne Kaiser. 100.9 FM, 850 AM. Rocky Top Sports. And welcome back inside the WKVL studios of Rocky Top Sports as we made our way back to Tennessee. <laughs> we, we at the break, we're, we're talking about 
uh, JG's opportunities, our coaching staff, and Pruitt. But it all stemmed from a talk about Rutgers, Greg <laughs> Schiano, and him defeating Mel Tucker's Michigan State team. I think that's the that's the point that we need to key on. He beat he didn't beat like Mike D'Antoni, uh, Michigan State, like a few years ago, uh, college football playoff Michigan State team. This was a he didn't re- beat a Rose Bowl team. Yeah, he well, beat. A- this was a rebuilding. Mel Tucker's just came over from Colorado. Mel Tucker hasn't had an opportunity to really build a whole lot there. COVID, and Greg Schiano gets a win. Here's the reason I bring this game up because our our faithful friend Dan Wolken, and that's faithful friend to not this show but to Vol Vol Nation, um, and that's complete sarcasm. Uh, he likes to throw the shade on Tennessee any chance he gets and and it was it wouldn't I bet you it wasn't 30 minutes after after Rutgers beat Michigan State it's he put out a story that said Rutgers finds new life with Greg Schiano Tennessee still looking for answers what do you guys think about that I think when you compare Alabama to Michigan a rebuilding Michigan State I'm not sure if that's a fair comparison uh, <laughs> I don't either yeah well and I think in reality in reality now the Kentucky loss I mean I'll shout it from the mountaintops terrible loss you can't it's hard to recover from things like that but this is a two and three football team that that losses two and three mm-hmm. are to numbers two and three in the country georgia alabama and and, you know for for the better part of two quarters we were right there with georgia Georgia. alabama i thought what what eric gray and and ty chandler were able to do in the run game what josh palmer and jalen hyatt did in the throw game that's not a team it's hard to compare against alabama because they have they've got more five stars than i think i think they have more five stars Per you know, per roster hmm. percentage wise, per than than basically any other team in college football. It seems and, normal. And, <laughs> I mean, it's been that way for yeah, a while, seen, right? Yeah. Uh, but uh, but here's the deal. I think that's apples to oranges in the in the greatest scope because one, and like I, I retweeted it and I, I told Dan Wolken he needs to get it in perspective because the Southeastern Conference is not the same as Rutgers and and here's the deal. Whether Greg Schiano is a good coach or not, because a lot of people, you know, those who carry the water for Greg Schiano, they say, oh, you know, blah, 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 good coach. Nobody wanted him. You didn't hear his name in any other coaching search. He didn't get the Michigan State job. Mm-mm. He didn't get all the th- all the different jobs that popped open. So, in my book, Rutgers couldn't get anybody better than Greg Schiano, and Greg Schiano couldn't get a better job than Rutgers. She had to go back to Rutgers. Yeah, they're they're kind of made for each other. And mm-hmm. and like we said at the break, you take out the Ray Rice years, and he's average at best. So I think that was a a knee jerk story by Mr. Wolken, and uh, I, I was trying to to really kind of expose that. But um, I don't think that this weekend is ne- necessarily indicative of what we're going to see out of the Big Ten. I think I think the splash of Ohio State that was expected. I mean, Justin Fields, they're always loaded on that side of the football. Uh, Penn State's loss to Indiana was a little bit of a shocker because you, you, you were you were expecting them to be maybe number two in that league. I mean, at least I was. I thought it would be Ohio State, then probably Penn State, then Wisconsin, and then probably, I don't know, mixed bag. Michigan. Go, go, yeah. Uh, as long <laughs> as Harbaugh's there, I mean, I feel like he's, he's never going to get beyond probably number three. Yeah. <laughs> but uh, – uh, and and some of their fans call him number two, but that's uh, a different story altogether. Yeah, yeah. That's a different take on it. But uh, but anyway, 
What did you guys think? So, so the only conference left to, to kind of initiate is is the Pac-12. Carson, I think, I think this is this is. I'm not missing the Big Twelve. It's, it's kind of, or the Pac-12 is what I'm saying. Right. Well, you. I mean. Well, I mean. Yeah, I, I'd I, like to see Oregon's uniform combinations. Well, that's about it. Yeah, that's it right there. Because then you're gonna, always going to get that. Oh, okay, Washington team each year. Okay, Stanford team. Then you're going to have Oregon that usually wins the Pac-12. Maybe USC here. And yeah, there. I think the happiest guy in the Pac-12 is maybe Clay Helton. Well, he's maybe. like, I get to keep yeah. my job again. Pac-12 is good for about one game a year. Yeah. like one midnight. Arizona State <laughs> game or I, I something like that. that. That's Mike, pretty fun. That's yeah, but a good Mike point. Leach isn't out there anymore. Pac-12 after dark. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Well, who was it? UCLA and who was it? That the final score was like 70 to 70 or something like uh, that. UCLA, Washington Texas State, Texas A&M. Remember when they played and they went? No, to it was last year. I think it was Washington State. Yeah, I think. Uh, yeah, or, yeah, because UCLA was down like 20 at half and they came back and won. Oh, uh, yeah. Well, and he still got hired at Mississippi State. That's yeah. one thing I don't miss is those. You know, you're you're playing games at like twelve o'clock, and most people are asleep except for the people up there in Oregon, in Washington, in California. So all those people are chasing like, the overs. Yeah. Hey, yeah. so so yeah. I uh, yeah chasing the overs. So I uh, I ordered the the equipment I was telling you I bought mm-hmm. there the other day. I bought it from California. It was kind of helpful because uh, the, they closed at five p.m. Their time. There you go. So oh. I could call them all the way until about 8 p.m. out here. So, uh, you, you know, I'm interested in what the Pac-12 can bring to the table. I'm not, you know, I'm a proponent of fair is fair, 10 games is 10 games, because I think the question is going to be raised. Uh, a 7, 8, no. How many games are Big eight. Ten playing? Eight. An 8, no Ohio State. A 9 and 1 Georgia. Who's better? Yeah. That's you, a you know, fair point. I, I think that conversation's got to be had. They don't have a good answer for it, or at least if they do, it's not been presented to the public. So I think those things are going to be something you've got to cross off. But as the weeks progress, as basically this week ends, it's all football from here on out because baseball will baseball's finish over up. Wednesday. And uh, as you think it's over, it is over Wednesday. Like mm-hmm. it's done. Yeah, I'm like saying that that will be seven. game seven, or could it be over tonight? Yeah. Do you think it's over tonight? I'd have to look who's the pitching staff, but I think I think Rays squeeze one out here. See, see, pull up. If it's not Bueller on the mound, I think Rays win tonight. What you got, Carson? I had I had Dodgers in five, so I, I think I'm going to go Dodgers tonight. I have to go Dodgers tonight because I had Dodgers in six. Ooh, yeah, Snell on the mound. Snell and Gosselin. Oh, yeah, that's a Rays win right there. That's that, a Rays that, win. That's that's a that's a good chance know. though. I don't nah, know. Dodgers could still win easy. I that's was going to say the third time. Chance. First inning will tell you. First inning will tell you. Mookie Betts gets on base in the first inning. Dodgers will win. I guarantee that. Here's the thing, though. Like, Mookie Betts getting on base is like, are the Dodgers going to wear the blue hat? <laughs> you, you know what I'm saying? That's what like I'm saying. If they can get out in front and have a big first inning, get to Snell, make him throw 50 pitches in the first inning, then you're really talking. Give me a score. Give me a score. I'm going to go I'm gonna go Dodgers 5-3. I'll say I'll be cheering for the Rays, but I'll say Dodgers six uh, two. I'm gonna say Dodgers four two. I think it's gonna be low. Dodgers four two. Honestly, I I thought I was gonna be low on my Dodgers score. Uh-huh. I could see yeah. them them kind of really putting up the runs. But uh, you know what? Uh, three people in here is a lot, but uh, we had a pretty good time. Yeah, with it. I it was, appreciate yeah, you guys fun. coming in uh, again. The Tuesday grind has been college football and NFL. So, uh, guys, enjoy the World Series tonight. Jude, yeah. thanks for coming in. Thank you. Thanks for wearing thanks for the uh, the national championship shirt yeah. there. Uh, again, if you're on Facebook Live, you can see it. If you're not, 
You can't. But uh, you know what? Uh, just believe it. Just believe it. Just believe. Uh, as, uh, if you like what you heard from Jude, you can check him out each and every Friday night as he is uh, center stage for Rebel Radio on our sister station, WGAP, The Jude Show. <laughs> More than I have called it that. I just want <laughs> everybody show. to know that. Let's but, all uh, call it that, huh? But uh, as if you're on your way to work or on your way home stuck in traffic, uh, take care, be safe, and yes, grind on.